feel free to like like put a, like a sick beat drop on this <laughs> and use it as like your intro. I got 99 problems and a pot ain't one, Dan. It's episode, <laughs> it's episode 99. We're running with it. We're running with it. Um, there are a lot of other jokes. The first the first attempt was at a Brooklyn 9-9 Andy Samberg joke. I think this might actually be worse. Well, you didn't say I hate my life after saying that joke, so that's at least an improvement. <laughs> it's true. Uh, all right, so one episode till 100 exciting stuff nothing will change a century it's just a milestone (laughs) it's pretty cool though it's just cool for us and no one how many podcasts make it to 100 episodes yeah how many that's like probably not many 100 hours that you've sat through listening to our voices think how much better you are of a person (laughs) think about having listened to 100 episodes think about where you were two years ago and how much you've devolved since then. And it's probably attributed to us. You're welcome. You're, You're welcome. Welcome. But we got to give jam- it up for free. Yeah, all for free. Uh, we got a jam packed episode this week. We're going to be talking about someone getting roasted. We're going to be talking about work lingo. That was a request by a listener. Uh, it's a corporate lingo, buzzwords, etc. We're going to be talking about a unreal job application question that's actually real and um we're gonna be talking about aging backwards and then dan will give his five top five of the week so dan what is this what is this roast you got for us (laughs) so uh, i think this is the only uh political adjacent thing we're gonna be talking about on the podcast today and i say adjacent because I, I've I've gained a little respect for the Republican Party today. Okay. Um, Representative uh, Burchett Burchett out of Tennessee. Okay. Um, was has recently been approached by a reporter. This reporter was asking him about something Trump said or something Trump called for, and his response might be one of the greatest moments in press history. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna play this clip for you. It's pretty great. Representative, do you support Trump's call to shut down the government? So he said, Representative, do you support Trump's call to shut down the government? Okay. And this is the repres- the great representative from the state of Tennessee's response. He has not called me. And I do not, I do not support you wearing black socks with short pants. Hold on, my man got on them. I can't feel myself. I don't want nobody else. Just completely dodging the question of Trump's call for the shutdown. He's like, he hasn't called me. That's not what he meant. Uh, and also, I do not support you wearing black or black socks with short pants. Bro. Representative. Yes. So this guy in the video is wearing like these fucked up like black loafers with this like athletic sole. Kind of like we've talked about on the pod and black crew socks with khaki shorts. It's uh. It's tough. It's, it's it's treasonous. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't think of a better response. If you're going to dodge a question, you might as well torch the guy in front of you. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's maybe one of the most out-of-pocket responses ever, and I absolutely love it. I love how he wasn't even just like, what are those? Like, he didn't even just clown his kicks. He clowned 
the sock. He clowned the vibe. And she, yeah, he clowned the whole fit. He clowned half the fit. <laughs> he said, hey, you know, ignoring the government shutdown, what you got going on below your kneecaps, a crime. <laughs> I might arrest you for that right here, right now. I don't know. I don't know much about shutting down nothing, but I think you need to shut down this fit because you bricked it, sir. <laughs> you bricked this fit. Uh, not a good week for the press, man. I saw another clip where, you know, you know Jojo Siwa. Oh, sure, sure. For those of you that don't know, Jojo Siwa is like what twenty-something-year-old uh, influencer, famous with the kids. I don't know what she does, but dang it, she does it. He's Jojo uh, Rabbit. I think. Nope. No. Is Jojo Rabbit's a that's a movie about Nazis. I, oh, um, I thought she played Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> bro, no. Jojo Rabbit's about Nazi Germany. Oh, okay. <laughs> least, least, probably, unless I'm thinking of something else. Probably needs like a branding. Yeah. Yeah. Jojo Rabbit is indeed the ni- uh, 2019 film about a kid that thinks he's friends with Hitler. Okay. So, um, <laughs> in my defense, both of them kind of came to the fore at the same time. Jojo Rabbit went live when Jojo Siwa was just becoming popular. So it's easy to conflate the two. That's true. But (laughs) anyway, Jojo Siwa was like leaving some restaurant or something. And some paparazzi guy was like, Jojo, Jojo, do you think every liberal Democrat should take home a migrant to show their support for open borders? And Jojo Siwa was like, what? She's like, I'm not, what? She's like, that's, I'm not answering that. (laughs) Yeah, she, yeah, didn't she say like, yeah, that's, that's past my pay grade. That's beyond my pay grade. One of the funniest things ever. Yeah, that's, uh. So she literally said that's above my pay grade. (laughs) I mean, that's the best response. It's unfortunate because I feel like there are some celebrities that are, that have gotten bad media training that would like try to answer that in the most like roundabout way possible and be like oh well i think everyone deserves empathy and i think yeah. we should show compassion to all people oh, she, yeah but no, you can really be it. like nah nah yeah, she's like, not hey today. yeah not something i'm gonna answer for you not, i'll see not. you later and yeah. she proceeded to climb into a lamborghini that had wrap of her face all over it <laughs> no way yeah it didn't have the Jojo Rabbit movie trailer. Rabbit. No, no, no. Did no. That would have featured a few symbols that uh, certain communities would have found offensive. Yes, yes, indeed. Wow. Well, reporters. That's this week's update in the press. So, um, friend of the show Henry uh, mentioned some new work lingo he heard in the office, and uh, he had never heard it. I had never heard it. Um, so he suggested we do a whole segment on work lingo on the most unreasonable the ones we dislike in one and but have started using um etc so i'll start with the one that he that he floated tie it off have you heard that i've heard that when i'm saying what i want to do this weekend is tie one off and go to the bars Okay. Well, so first of all, it sounds like an innuendo to me. (laughs) I wouldn't say it in any situation. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. It basically means like, like finish it tomorrow. Like, or like, let's tie this off tomorrow. Like, let's what? Like, put a bow uh, on it. Yeah. Put it. It's like put a bow on it. But let's tie it off. No. 
It's is that valid or invalid? No, that's that's so invalid. It just doesn't sound right. It just doesn't sound right. No, dude. No, I that's a that's a veto. If someone ever said that to me, I'd be mad. Yeah. Uh, but so is there any lingo that you use or buzzwords that you use that you never thought you'd use? I say. So, I mean, funnily enough, because we just talked about it either last week or the week before, I say feedback way more now. <laughs> like, of, like uh, what was it? Like, feed forward. Feed or, that's right. Whatever. Perspective. Um, Perspective. Like, I don't think I know what phrase to use instead of feedback, though, is the issue. Well, like, what? in what way do you use it? Like, I want to hear people's thoughts on our software. And I say thoughts a lot too. I ah, uh, like, oh, what are your thoughts? Oh, that, I feel like that's normal. That's not that I bad. feel like I feel like it's like like the word bowl, where if you say it just like mm. a bunch of times, it starts to sound really weird. That's yeah. how I am with thoughts and feedback at this point. <sighs> One time, you should just write it out t h o t s and see if anyone says anything. <laughs> thoughts. I don't think that'll go over well. <laughs> just be like, oh. Sorry, my hand slipped and missed a few letters. <laughs> uh, okay, do you say like, do you say circle back? I mean, that's a classic. I'll circle back. Say, on. I don't say it that often. But you do say it. Oh, I'm, I mean, I'm 100% sure it's come out of my mouth in the last three months. No doubt in my mind. Mm. But I, 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 I actively avoid circle back and let's connect offline. What? That is my least favorite thing working in a remote job. Yeah, it does. Everything make- is online. Yeah, I've never. Yeah, I've never said that. That's so oh, good. It, it, it doesn't make irks sense. me to no end. Yeah, it's really bad. I've I've actually, yeah. Or like we'll have a sidebar about it. I think no. that's better, but it's still. Like- I I do use sidebar. I, I use oh, sidebar. Let's sidebar. sidebar on that and tie it off. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty rough. Like I say, like, oh, I'm going to sidebar this guy and try and get some information from him or talk to him about this. <laughs> Sounds like you're going to take him into an interrogation room and like pull some questionable black ops shit. No, oh, I'm going to tie one off. All right. <laughs> or whatever it is. Uh, so one thing that I've seen a lot is like this, like what? popping... Oh, for Viz. And for Viz, for visibility. Type it out. I know. I refuse to say Viz. I'll say for visibility. There was one time, like, I almost said for Viz, and then I was like, nope, let me type it out. For visibility. Okay, what are your thoughts on this? I like six more letters. I, I did this, I think, <laughs> yesterday or today. Like, I, like, typed out, like, this big, long message about something that, like, I saw and, like, that I encountered in a meeting with, like, a prospect. And then I wanted the, I wanted to get someone else's visibility on it that was on the call with me just to, like, have them included in the thread. So I did, like, a, I typed CC colon and then I added them. Oh. That's, like, something you see on Twitter. <laughs> like, when you see an article, it's, like, CC at Elon Musk. <laughs> Hey, this Slack is Slack is the new Twitter, baby. Other right. Tesla's burning on the highway. CC at Elon. <laughs> yeah, no, I I think that's fine. 
Okay. PC. Good. I feel like anything I, I goes in Slack. Slack is the Wild West. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've seen like I saw some headline about how Slack is like replacing um like social media <laughs> and like Discord okay, and stuff. I mean, I guess it's, it's like Discord. Like, yeah. Like group texts. Yeah, it's just group texts and messages and channels. And there's also this article. This is kind of a tangent, but there's this article about how like it was in the Atlantic about how group texts have like exploded too much. And basically the author is talking about how she's in so many group texts, like one from college, subset of people from college, one from high school, subset from high school work. You got your like club volleyball group. You have your drinking group. You have your singles groups. And it's like all of these amass and send her like hundreds, if not thousands of messages a day. And it's so overwhelming. And I'm just like, is this an actual problem? I was kind of thinking the same thing. And then that made me think, you know, maybe this is just the male perspective. Yeah, maybe. We, I just don't think guys text in that quantity. I, I'm part of a few group texts, but it's like, it's not, it's fun. It's not burdensome. No, like it's, I, I never I get that many messages from a single group. Like I think it's one of a bunch of them like stack on top of each other. Yeah, see, I just don't think I have that many active groups in my life. Yeah. Well, do you think it's, like, valid to be able to just leave a group text or mute it? But she was talking just about mute how, it. but then she might miss something. And one time she left a group text, and then an important life update was announced in that group. <laughs> and she never, she didn't hear about it for months until she, like, found out through one of the people in the group text. So you can miss important life updates. Spoiler alert, you don't get both. You gotta pick a lane. Do you want to stay in the text or not? You... Well, it's also it's not yeah, no, rocket wanna... science. I... <laughs> yeah, it's binary here. I agree. I left a group message, but I missed a message. No! <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Also, it's like if... That's the point. If you're not getting this update from someone aside from this group text... And they're probably not that good. Y'all ain't like that. Yeah, yeah, y'all ain't tight. I'm sorry. And if it's not hitting the grid, then it's not an important life update. <laughs> you know, heard that. Know? Heard that. Simple as that. Yeah. <laughs> That's Gen Z math, baby. <clears throat> Hell yeah. Uh, okay. What about um? That's helpful. I see myself saying a lot. Saying that a lot. That's oh, that's helpful. That's helpful. Thank you. Or like someone gives me some information. Oh, that's helpful. Instead of like, that- oh, thank you. Like someone like like briefs you on something, gives you some information. You say, mm. oh, okay, cool, that's helpful. Not oh, oh thank you. Hey, th- hey, thanks for that info. Oh, I know I, I said it like that, but yeah, so giddy. I, I think I say, wow, I almost just said it right there. I'll say like maybe interesting. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. I don't like that at all. Or if someone's just giving me just straight info, like a bunch of information, I'll hit them with a, okay, sweet, thanks. Or okay, comma, See, that thanks. Just sounds, that sounds mean. <laughs> sounds well, rude. Also, I'll toss them a little thumbs up emoji too. Oh, even worse. <laughs> no, both. I do both. I, it's, it's like the positive affirmation through the emoji, like I see you, and then also a verbal 
kind of no yeah hands. that's bad i don't i i can't if someone sends me a thumbs up emoji i know i'm gone in two weeks <laughs> are you serious i'm kidding but i feel like is that uh, the vibe that it gives like i've seen uh some snarky emails with a smiley face in them you know it's like it's like a pointer or like some constructive criticism with the smiley face and it just makes Oh no no! If it's a if it's a if it's a constructive criticism or a, a feed forward email, um, <laughs> if you toss that that frat, that smiley face in there, it's op. op. You're you are the ops. Yeah, you are you are opus. You are the op. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I I saw a ping um from someone at work that is kind of perhaps on their way out, and there's like someone else that's already kind of replacing them. And they're like, oh, can you like, um, you know, like include, like, can you like, if you both want to join this like meeting, you can. And then like the one that's on their way out was like, no, I'll, I'll let you guys just do it with a, with a smiley face. Oh, I love I it. I'm like, here for that. I like no, it. I am too. I love it. I, I, I think it's smiley. brilliant. Um. Okay. What about aligned? Like, are you aligned? <sighs> or like, let me know if you're aligned and I'll, I'll ship it off. Ship it off. Ship it and we'll tie it off. Um, yeah. I use aligned a lot. Yeah, I don't like it, but I use it. I don't know, it's, like, better off. It's a weirdly useful word. Yeah, it's not like I don't know how better to say things. Yeah, the only other option is like if you're if you're okay with this or like if you're good with this. Are we in the same headspace around this right now? <laughs> oh, god, aligned makes it seem like a collective team effort, like, yeah. Let me know yeah, exactly. if you're okay with this. Makes it seem like the onus is only on yeah. that person. Yeah. Yep. 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 Agreed. Agreed. We're aligned. So, so you say you say sync, right? You said that like for calendars and stuff. Do you say uh, like in conversation, like let's sync on this real quick? Yeah. Like like after a meeting, uh, like with like a prospect or something, like I'll I'll ping the other person on the line and I'll be like, or they'll ping me and say, hey, quick sync. Okay. And then we and then we align. Um, so you say ping clearly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm really big on ping. Yeah, you're a big ping guy. I don't know what like what else am I supposed to say? like I if I say I am that makes me feel like a boomer. Yeah, I am is a little weird. Like message, I guess. But ping is so it's kind of a crisp term. I'm so allergic to ping, dude. Are you? What I do you say? I see. I wish I had Slack because I'll I would have just said. I would just say Slack. Well, we we do have Slack, but Bro. it's like only. Oh, he he slacked me earlier. You don't like that? No, I hate that. Um. So, like, it, there's no real easy one for teams. Let me teams you, bro. Ping. Now, I I've used ping with Skype Messenger, with Teams, with Slack. It is a universal word. I guess so. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. It's it's just There's like no a message yeah. is not it's too many syllables. It's a lot. It's a mouthful. Yeah, it really is. I just yeah, let me ping them real quick. Do you say bandwidth? Like, no. Uh, let me know if you have the bandwidth for that. Not anymore. Like, huh? I, I used to use it. So when I so when I was still in consulting, when you know, I would say like I like like dude, I don't have the bandwidth to do this right now. Or someone would be like, hey, do you have the bandwidth to to take this on right now? And I'd be like, no. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it is usually used when it's like there's there's so much shit going on. Yeah, and it's like yeah, less 
clearly described roles. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to tell you that probably 70% of the time that someone's asking you, do you have the bandwidth for this? They know damn well that you don't. (laughs) They're just, that it's a test. It's do you, or do you have that dog in you? Actually, I would say the opposite. I would say it's not even a, it's not, they don't even care. They, they, they haven't even thought about whether or not you have the bandwidth. It's just like, you're going to do this. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally just like, yeah, you're going to say yes. Or I you're, hate when that gonna, You're going to do this. It, it doesn't matter how much bandwidth you have. You're going to do this task. Yeah. That happened to me one time. I was on an, I was on an airplane. It was 7 p.m. and I was leaving Los Angeles. And I got an email from someone saying, hey, do you think you'd be able to help us out with this tonight? And I was like, hey, I'm on a runway right now in Los Angeles. I'm not going to be home till like nine. Um, like I, I don't, it might be tough for me to get that done tonight. Like, okay, just like, if you have any availability, like it would really help us out if you could do this tonight. So I was up till 1am doing the thing. Oh God, bro. You had some bandwidth. Be real. I had band. Yeah. I had bandwidth. Uh, you know, you better believe I build every single one of those hours. 1% bandwidth. So here's, here's a question. How do you feel about almost like in, in conversation and in meetings, like making like a mini mockery of some of the terms. Like sometimes I'll catch myself if I say like synergy, because sometimes it just fits. And I'll be like, and I'll like kind of almost preface it with like, I kind of hate this word, but I'm going to say it anyway. Like, or um, if I'm like in a meeting and I'm asking for feedback from people, I'm like feedback. And then if they're silent, I'll be like thoughts, feelings, emotions. And nothing, you know, it'll get nothing, it'll get nothing ever, every single time. But it's just me trying to lighten the mood a little bit. That's your neurodivergence showing. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's that well, I was an internet provider. I'd be Spectrum. Can't say I've ever. I mean, I've I've heard you say the thoughts, feelings, <laughs> concerns. Yeah. I've heard you say that, and yeah. no, I think that's like I think it's a good practice, especially <clears throat> when it's like a more quiet meeting. You know, people aren't like chiming in as much. You're kind of carrying the energy. So that's tough. Do you find yourself often carrying the energy in a meeting? Like other people are, you know, a little more reluctant to turn off the mute button. Then I talk to accountants every day. (laughs) I guess that's true. It's not you. It sometimes isn't the liveliest group of people. There's a lot of really fun people out there, but there's a lot of times where like I'll be talking to a group of people and then I'll ask for feedback and it's nothing. And I'll just be like, well, I guess I'm just doing a really good job explaining it. I think it's because you're not saying you're not asking for feed forward. I think that's yeah, I think that's triggering I'm, them. I'm off putting them by yeah. us. Yeah, yeah um, I say like I, like I'll, I'll purposely go out of my way to like make a wild analogy or say something a little out of pocket okay. just to loosen people up on a meeting. Okay, I so, okay. This actually brings me to a radical suggestion I have or a thought I had, which is <clears throat> I think we should ban the mute button. Oh, disagree. I look, I use it all the time. Okay. I'm pro mute button, but I think this is a good compromise for I don't know why I'm like lobbying Sell me on it. Corporations, but okay. So <clears throat> I guess I just feel like uh I mean there's obviously this this argument that businesses are trying to make where like business isn't the same and you don't get that in-person dynamic and bouncing off one another when you're talking to each other through a computer, which I get for a lot of industries. Um, And I think, but obviously like it's, it makes more sense 
for most other tasks to be able to have that flexibility of working from home. So I think a good middle ground is like, you can still have that in-person dynamic if no one's on mute. Like I was thinking about how, like, like I said, some stupid ass joke on a meeting and like, I could see some faces laughing. See some giggles. (laughs) You're laughing. I know you are. Yeah. I know that was funny, but I didn't, hear anything so it was like there's this awkward pause and then the next person that talks is is it's just like this awkward break between like joke and then okay let's start the meeting you know what i mean so i just feel like there's like this natural or like reactions to things that are shared it's more for just like the personal aspect of it less of the bouncing ideas off each other but then it's like you get natural reactions and I feel like people are more willing to chime in and it's not, oh, you're waiting to see if they go off mute before I talk. And you know what I mean? You know what would happen if we took away the mute button? What? Shoot! No, I thought about this. What what happens in in a conference room when someone... There's a lot fewer dogs. (laughs) I thought there was a sneeze. Is that a, a wolf? Did you not hear the vicious barking after the sneeze? Oh no! Oh, well, I kind of thought they were. I, th- I thought it was a combo deal. No, it was it was aggressive barking. You let the dogs out. Um, I let the dogs out. Can you imagine okay. how annoying that was? Like, I had someone doing like the leaf blower outside my apartment the other day, and it was so loud. Okay, the dog, the pet thing is is a problem. No, what about like a smoke detector beep? Like when it's low on battery? It happens. Oh no! Okay, okay, ready. Here's an idea. You get three, you get two mute buttons and they last three minutes each. So you have enough time to deal with whatever shit's going on. You have enough. So you have two mute buttons every meeting. Okay. And they last for three minutes each. Or can I mean, this be like, can this be like chess where it's like a cumulative, like five minutes that I get to use? Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. You have five like allotted minutes to use for mute. No, I think we're aligned. That's a good compromise. I think we can go ahead and wrap this for signature. Okay, so I'll just tie this off and run it up the yeah, flagpole. Tie this off. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, obviously, it's never going to happen. <laughs> it's a mostly stupid idea, but I don't know, man. I just missed the like gen, the genuine, authentic energy of a conference. Be real ever makes a business conferencing tool. That's going to be it. That's exactly right. And the U.S. Census uh, recently showed that 64% of households do not get adequate fun drinks in their day-to-day. What? We can We're here to that. fix that. Yeah. Welcome back to Cooler Talk, part of the show where Ben and I each have a new, unique, special drink every single week and give you a 360-degree performance evaluation on said drink. Ben, what kind of greatness are you bringing to the table today? Yes, we got a Garana Guarana, Antarctica. It's a Brazilian beverage. <laughs> Official sponsor of the Brazilian football team. Cannot say I was expecting to see Brazil and Antarctica in the same. I, yeah, that doesn't there. really make any sense. Uh, it's literally called a Guarana soda. So I think it's like a flavor or something. Um, like a yeah. Berry? Oh, it's an exotic berry that grows in the Amazon rainforest. Wow. Which we are losing. Rapidly, right? That's exactly right. Um, so yeah, I got this at a cost plus world market, you know, the vibes. 
Shout out. Smells whack. <laughs> smells like Does it smell like deforestation. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good. It's very bad. Oh, no, that sucks. It tastes like Sierra Mist, but if you put like a bunch of Splenda and Sierra Mist, that's yeah, pretty bad. It's really bad. No, it's not. No, it's bad. It's got a bad aftertaste too. Yeah. And your ratings usually get worse after you sip something. So <laughs> that's that's pretty rough. And yeah, it's like also it has like an undertone of cherry Fanta, which is all, no strawberry Fanta, which is also bad. It's a lot Sorry. of bad. A lot of bad. Yeah, I got to give that a three six. Oh, well, for me, I think this is the conclusion of my seven aid seventies excursion. I think I did the original, the honey, and then the mango. End of an era. Um, so today we're rounding it out with the one that I'm probably the most excited for out of all of these. This is a seven aid, so it's a lemonade, uh, and it's a wild blueberry lemonade. Damn. Which is right up my alley. Uh, still made by the the Brew Bros. Craft brewed lemonade. Um, seventy cows for this entire can. No caffeine. Um, no pesticides. No corn syrup. No junk. Just the good stuff. Wow. So let's just rip into it. These have been getting historically high ratings consistently True. for me. Where'd you get these again? I got these at Sprouts. Sprouts. Shout out Sprouts. Oh yeah. Oh, it smells. It smells very blueberry. More than I was okay. expecting. Uh, I mean, but that happened last time too. I was when I said, "Wow, this smells like lemonade," and it was a very good, strong lemon flavor, but not too overwhelming. Mm. So let's dive in. That is really good. Damn. All right. Yeah, this is really good. I mean, it, it tastes like a blueberry lemonade. Oh yeah. Like it's it's enough blueberry to let you know it's there, but it's smooth like the rest of the drinks that they have. Yeah, this is yeah. good. Um, Did you not miss? Yeah, they haven't missed yet. I'm really, I'm really kind of torn on what to give this. It's really good. What did I give the original lemonade? Seven eight. It was a seven eight. <clears throat> the seven eight was a seven eight. Yep. Okay. All right. Just kind of thinking about the score. This, this is. Oh, let me give it one more sip just to just to confirm. Okay. Eight five. Wow. Spitting out an eight five here. This is a mulligan again. Wow. Okay. I'm gonna give this again. Folks, try it out. All right, this is the segment of the show where Dan uh, or I give our top five in a random category. The person who's not going guesses what it is, and then they reveal it. So Dan, it's going this week. What's your top five? What an unbelievable treat it is that we give our listeners two back-to-back zany and fun segments. <laughs> I know, right, right? smack dab in the, the middle. <laughs> All right. Who missed uh, Icebreaker, bro? No one. No one missed Ice, especially not the people getting the call. Yeah. And especially not us. <laughs> what do you think is more traumatic for the people calling or getting called? Imagine having to think of something new to ask someone every single We did this like for 70 weeks. Yeah. A lot. That's of- insane. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, my top five of the week. Number one. The cheesy gordita crunch from Taco Bell. Okay. Number two. Anything really on the menu at Long John Silver's, but it has to have a lot of tartar sauce on it. Okay. Number three. Carne asada fries from Filiberto's. Okay. Number four. The spicy garlic epic stuffed crust pizza from Papa John's. Okay. 
And number five, a two entree combo from Panda Express with chow mein, honey walnut shrimp, and orange chicken. Mm, stink. So at first, I was going to lean top five trunchy orders, but I'm going to go with top five diuretic fast food orders. You're close. Okay. I, I said these are the top five foods that have the highest potential of killing a 1700s uh, colonial person <laughs> if sent back in time. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Just lethal. Yeah. Imagine giving someone who eats like potatoes and like lamb mints the <laughs> carne asada fries. That would, they would never be the same if they made it out it would ruin every one of their organs yeah. at once somehow Short palpitations immediately yeah explosive diarrhea you uh, would get like if, if i pulled up to the collapse. function like if i pulled <laughs> if i pulled up to the signing of the declaration of independence with a spicy garlic epic stuffed crust pizza with pepperoni on it i would <laughs> i might be get accused of witchcraft Dude, honestly, if you pulled up with some garlic knots, like they would think you're Jesus himself. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, just imagine the untrained stomach getting a honey walnut shrimp from Panda <laughs> Express. Just <laughs> barely considered a shrimp still. <laughs> yeah, true. Is it really shrimp? Uh, for some reason, the cheesy gordita crunches is the most twisted one on there. Dude, it's Baja sauce? What is that? Dude. <laughs> what is in there? There's cheese in a tortilla. Huh? And then it's crunchy. Yeah. And then you have a regular taco plus unknown white sauce number one. Unknown. I mean, certainly not beef. No. It's it's sim- and it all just comes together so beautifully on the palate. At least we know all these people would die like super happy. Yeah, so it'd be like this is gas, and then yeah. they would implode. <laughs> Their intestines would simply just melt away. Yeah, with that yeah. much grease and butter. <laughs> wow, that's good. I, I love it. I love it. So then, kind of speaking along the lines of doing things to your body. Um, this story has come up for me once or twice at this point, and I, I figured it was time for us to discuss it. Uh, so are you familiar with, uh, I don't know if he's a millionaire or a billionaire. His name is Brian Johnson. I don't think so. No. So most people haven't heard him. I haven't heard of him. Um, he got big because his company purchased this small startup called uh, Venmo. And then they ended up uh, selling that to PayPal um, mm-hmm. for like $800 million or something like that. Sure. So Still he got very rich. Warm, but good for them. Yeah. A lot, lot of money here. Um, so uh, this guy, tech millionaire, Brian Johnson, uh, he is 45 years old. And okay. it is his new kind of shtick in life to be kind of a walking science experiment. I kid kid you not. Um, So this science experiment that he's doing is to try and reverse the aging process in a human. Okay. He is investing about $2 million a year on his body and his regime to get him to age in reverse. 
Go Benjamin Button mode on him. He he's trying to go Benjamin Button on him. This is the same amount of money that LeBron James spends on his body too. <laughs> on so his blood just, boy. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, that's part of the funny part. So we, we joke about blood boys. Um, yeah. So part of Mr. Brian Johnson's routine uh, process is getting injected with his 17-year-old son plasma. <laughs> his he, son is his blood boy? It's his son, yeah. It's his literal blood, bro. It's, yeah, it's his blood, boy. Um, it, it's, it actually is kind of interesting because in like the first seven months of this, him doing this process, uh, it, like the scientists and stuff are saying that like he's, reversed like seven years or 10 years of aging on his body Damn, like his kidneys and livers are functioning as if he was 18 like he's down to five percent body fat um it's pretty wild to see so it says like right now he says his biological age is 36 at the age of 45 god damn and this is all he's like the blood well no so this is the other part of it is his routine every day so I want you to tell me kind of which at, at what point here we're going to ignore the, the blood boy part. <laughs> um, at which point here you would be out. Like you're like, yeah, no, I, I, I'm cool with kicking the bucket at 98. Okay. Um, so annually he gets his BMI, blood glucose, physical fitness uh, tested as, long, as well as MRIs across his entire body and ultrasounds. So that's annually your requirement. Okay. You're still you're still in. Sure. Okay. Um, he eats fewer than two thousand calories a day. Fewer than two thousand. Two thousand. I think I could it's do that. mostly vegetables and fruits. I think I could do that. Uh, it, it's a vegan diet. Hmm. Ah! <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Okay, I'll go along with it. Uh, he does intermittent intermittent fasting for sixteen to eighteen hours a day. Bro. I mean, yeah, I guess so I he's got like a six hour eating window during the day. Just have a big dinner or whatever. But sure. no lunch, no breakfast. Fuck. Yeah, sure. He takes 52 pills a day. Um, That's a lot of pills. I, I mean, I guess whenever you just swallow them, you're done. I guess it depends on what they are. 52 <laughs> of them. I mean, imagine you can even get this down three pills at a time. You're still knocking it back 18 times. I mean, are we taking like Zans in there? <laughs> I don't think that would reverse your aging. Um, otherwise, Juice World would still be alive. Like, make you make you less anxious, I guess. I, don't know. I guess. And then he also does at least an hour of workout, of exercise a day, including three hit sessions. Wow. And then Actually, on top like of that. less than I thought it would be. But I guess if you're not eating that much. He yeah, and then he does like red light therapy and mm-hmm. like other like sauna and stuff like that. It's, it's a full time job. It's his, his full time job is trying to reverse his aging at this point. Yeah, that's awesome. Like I'm beginning to think it's it's not really worth it. It's it's a lot. I I don't think I could. I, I actually don't think I could do the whole two thousand calories and intermittent fasting. Fasting, dude. A caniac from raising cane is like 2400 calories you're telling me that's i have to eat less than that every day yeah a box combo day. a day a box combo a day maybe yeah, one that's a that's, that's horrible 
Yeah. I mean, a lot of people do IF. So you would, you would never do IF? I tried. I couldn't do it. Would you try like dinner every day? Um, yeah, pretty much. I So I would do like a late lunch, early dinner. Mm -hmm. So like it, that was within my six hour window. Yeah. That's I would do like, really yeah, I would do like man. 16 and six. It was horrible. I hated it. Like you never got used to it. No, no. I mean, I only did it for like probably three weeks. And I was like, this is so stupid. Did you have coffee? Yeah. Okay. You let yourself coffee. I feel like that would yeah. help No, in the morning. And See, it's weird. Like yes and no. Cause caffeine is a natural temporary appetite suppressant. Mm -hmm. but it's also a diuretic and, uh, and it also kickstarts your metabolism during the beginning of the day. Mm -hmm. So then I, my body's just like freaking out. Like I need something now, like I'm crazy cool for like an hour and a half. And then after I kind of come down from the coffee, I'm like, <laughs> it's rubbing time, baby. The calm down. <laughs> yeah. The yeah, calm yeah, down, yeah. baby. Yeah. yeah. That, that's tough. Like at a point, I feel like he's kind of missing. I mean, I guess he's, he's, I guess he's like dedicating his life to science at this point, but like, as like a normal person, like, even if you had access to all this stuff, it's like, I feel like you're missing out on a whole lot of the point of sticking around. If you're just doing this all day. <laughs> yeah. For real. <laughs> Unless your whole goal in life is just to be an observer and just be like, I just want to see what's going to happen. <clears throat> then yeah. sure. I guess it's like, just like, a like you said, it's a science experiment. Imagine this dude just pulling up to some like fifth grade science fair with like, <laughs> I have reversed my aging. I am now 14 years old. And I have the best science experiment here. Yeah. Give me my gold medal now. He still gets like a red ribbon instead of a blue one because of Sarah's volcano. It got about a <laughs> foot and a half in the air. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, this guy's uh, wild. Yeah, that's, that's spook as hell. Well, Godspeed, Brian. It doesn't even look that jacked. <laughs> if I'm going to live forever, at least make me jacked. I mean, so he's, he's fit. clearly not taking HGH as part of those supplements. I don't think that would be super vegan. Is HGH becoming more um, uh, accepted? No. I feel like I see a lot of people at the gym I go to that are definitely on HGH. So all the kids nowadays are doing something called Trend. Oh, I've heard about that. So it's it's Tren and Sarms are the new kind of big things. Yeah, I mean they're both still dangerous. I think they're less dangerous than HGH and like less side effects. They're just roids. It's just roids. Yeah, it, it's it's all roids. Yeah, it, it's all getting you super jacked, like crazy muscle growth, lots of testosterone. Um, yeah, like yeah. kickstart. Like yeah, it, it's it's just supposed to make you lean and like jacked as anything. Damn. But you also get like bad acne and then like it you have it like hurts your heart and stuff like that. Like it's funny, like you'll see like these like fitness influencers that are like just insanely jacked, but they get so breathless doing anything. Really? Like, That's yeah, and it's just like, bro, like Yeah, because you really only see that there are a lot of those kinds of cats at my gym, and you really only see them do like three reps of something, and then they like take 10 minutes to go on their phone and check the footage and everything. Yeah. Make sure it looks good. And like, I think part of it is just like, they're not in good shape, but it's also like that bad for your heart where it's like messing it up to the point where like you're such a bad condition. Yeah. It's, it's wild. It's fucked up. <laughs> Don't do trend kids.
Yeah, don't do it. Be weak like the rest of us. <laughs> exactly. Uh, speaking of people that live for thousands of years, elephants. I think they live here. I don't. That's. <laughs> I'm gonna have to check with Darwin on that one. But Darwin fact check me. Um, okay, so someone posted on Twitter. Who knows if this was real or not? But it looks real. So they posted the most bizarre question they've ever seen on a job application. And I wanted to ask you it uh, and see how you'd answer it. You've been given an elephant. You can't give it, you can't give it away or sell it. What would you do with the elephant? What, how would you answer that to land the job? So is this a verbal interview question? No, it's, it's written. It's like in a, it's like in work day. Well, this is like some AP like <laughs> Lang type. It's like Goldman bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out our homies at Goldman. <laughs> True. Invest in the pot. Uh, please. Oh, man. I mean, a large part of my answer hinges on if it's a baby elephant or a full grown elephant. Maybe either. I mean, can I treat the elephant as collateral to get it a large area? And uh, so take out some money against the elephant itself <laughs> or the okay. ivory and its tusks. Um, take out money against that to buy a large plot of land okay. and then uh, turn it into a nature preserve and get donations and, you know, not 501c3 status in order to keep to get tax breaks out of it. Okay. I guess. And then and what? It's too small. What would you do with that money? How would you grow? I kill Carol Baskin's husband <laughs> and, and make a show about it. You kill, you'd make Tiger King. I'd make Tiger King. I'd, I'd, I'd be the complete. elephant king. Well, I'd be the elephant king, baby. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I try and go viral marketing. I I don't know. Just get big on social media. Like, hey, I'm a dude with an elephant. Follow along in my day to day with me. I feel like that blow up on TikTok. <laughs> That's so sad. That's like the peak thing we can think of. Are you saying you wouldn't be interested with some guy saying, hey, I just got an elephant out of nowhere. Let's figure, let's see what I'm going to do with it. I'm a content creator, bro. That's what we're doing right now. We're creating cold, hard, great content. So I get it. I totally get it. Yeah. So yeah, I'd go for 501c3 status and then also try and get big on social media. Okay. Collateralized against the elephant ivory. Uh, okay, I like it. I didn't think about it. So, all right, well, think off rip. This is a live interview. Ben, I give you an elephant. What do you do? Um, um, I think I would let it roam the streets and but then I would film it. And see what it would what it, like uh, just a day to day in the life of a of an elephant let loose and see what it does see how it lives its life then I make a little documentary about it. There'd be a YouTube video up in about four hours called "African Bull Elephant Elephant Gets Hit by Concrete Truck." Bro, it would blood and tusks everywhere. Truck. It would level the truck. <laughs> My my elephant's got that dog in him, bro. Cement mixer versus elephant. You won't <laughs> believe the results. Dude, this is good. So we have content for you. Then we have like a long-term documentary 
in the works. True. So that's studio. <laughs> the day I released an elephant on Rodeo. <laughs> Dude, on Rodeo, that'd be sick as hell. That'd be awesome. That'd be crazy. Oh, is this a new Burberry campaign? What is it? Uh, <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, all right, that's another episode. Thank you for listening. We will. Uh, we'll see you next week.